Hello and welcome. You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and his kids about games, movies, and everything in between. I am your host, Michael Masick, and with me, as always, is my co-host of the most, Jaden, my son, Jaden. How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm hoping we all stay awake. We are recording this kind of late yeah, on, on Tuesday late. night. It is kind of late. In fact, we're going to tell Siri to turn our lights on because it's She's going to turn them off mid-recording, and that's like the most distracting thing that happens. It is pretty distracting when that happens. Yeah, we have our lights in our the room that we're recording. We have our lights on on a timer, and when we record late, she actually turns the lights off, and it's like we it's just stop really, mid-sentence. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, really wait, what? And I can't just yell, you know, like, hey, Siri, you know, because then it distracts everything else. Anyway, uh, this, is Dad's, this is Dad's Gaming Corner, episode 24, and uh, it's Happy Birthday to ARMS, the fighting yeah. game on Switch. And so we're going to talk about that uh, later on the show, but right now we also have a special guest host, which is my next best, this is not my co-host, my best guest host, I guess it would be. Guest host? Right. Something yes. like that? He also happens to be my son, Caleb. Caleb, how are you? I'm doing fine. Are you awake? I guess so. We're a little late? On the show? All right. Well, this is going to be a fun show. Uh, episode 24, again, it's all about arms. And so just to get some of the opening stuff out of the way, be sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC, as well as Facebook.com slash DadsGamingCorner. And as always, we'd love to hear from you if, uh, if you're one of our listeners and you'd like the show. I hear a lot about some of our listeners from different people, and I want to just, uh, not pointing any fingers, but if I can shout out... Uh, uh, how do I do this correctly without naming a name? Yeah, so I, I hear rumors of a listener that really likes our show who I am not directly related to. However, you are related to my sister-in-law. So I'm going to leave it right there. You know who you are. And so, uh, hi, Siri. Siri's call, talking to us. But you know who you are, and so we're calling you out, and we're asking, why haven't you emailed us yet? That's all I'm going to say. And yeah, we're so, not going to say anything else. You know, just... Yeah. Quit. Yeah. Hold on a second. Jane, tell Siri to, to hush. I think she's done. She done? Okay. Yeah, we have a HomePod, like, I don't know, four feet from where we record, and certain things we say, like, activator. You know, she's trying to distract us from what's really going on. What's she really us, going on is we're calling you out. It. She heard us talking about it earlier, and she was like, you know what? I'm going I'm to I'm distract me even more tonight. So is, That's what they get. Is it distraction, or is Siri trying to help us out, like, by going after yeah, said listener? Right, she's trying. She's trying to get him to email in too. All right, here's the thing: if you don't email us, Siri's coming after you. You better watch out. You better watch out. You know who you are. Anyway, but oh, but the email address is hey dad at dadsgamingcorner dot com, and we'd love to hear your stories, uh, as well as your response to our threats that we're putting in over the internet. But not real. Threats. You know, I hope we don't get banned from iTunes because I said yeah. the word threats. Yeah, no, we're we're nice here. We're we're nice here. You don't have to email us; like it's fine. No, yeah, you do. I mean, but we won't hurt you or anything. Hey, we might even... And we won't stick Siri on you, so it's okay. We won't, but we could possibly send you some sweet swag. I mean, maybe. Just saying. You We've know, got stuff. A certain email. We have bags of stuff over here that's been given to us free from GameStop, GameStop. And I would love and to stuff, just yeah. you know send some stuff your way. Anywho. And you thought we wouldn't fill the intro with more than two minutes of stuff. Ha! <laughs> Proved you wrong. You said 10. 
Well, that's we're still going to talk about what we've been into this week. So. All right. Well, All right. Well, before what have we, you been well, into this Before week? we go there, Jay, we Good have to points. talk about news. Good All right. points. All right. So top news today is that ARMS for Nintendo Switch has turned three this week Woo! as of June 17th. Depending on when you're listening to this, this is for the episode of June 17th. And actually on Tuesday when we're recording this today, June 16th, uh, Switch turns, or not Switch, ARMS for Switch turns three. And that's all we have for the news. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. the biggest news. Yeah, we want to keep the right show uh, mainly just for the uh, game itself. So let's go ahead and talk about what we've been into this week. And so, uh, Jay, I'm going to let you kick us off here, and then um, we'll kind of just ping pong back and okay. forth here. Well, actually, the other day I jumped back into ARMS. I used to play it a whole bunch when it first came out. Yes. Um, so I jumped back in to see if I still had it, because I used to be good. Now I'm garbage. I want to go on record to say I was the best between the three of us when we first got arms, and then y'all got really good and started kicking my butt. Yeah, we did. That always that normally that happens a lot. Though. Caleb's looking at me like, "What are you talking about?" And then he's smirking with a little laugh. Which what's that smirk about over there? Nothing. You're not going to say. You're just going to smirk at me. All yeah. Right. So I jumped back in to see if I still had it, and so you know I just went to party match or whatever we play online. And I died miserably. I was terrible. Like it, so I just stopped because it was very boring. Because I was just constantly dying. But um, right. so I, you know, I've been dabbling around with arms a little bit. Um, you know, Animal Crossing. I've been slowing down a lot in Animal Crossing because I've hit that point where I'm not sure what's left to do. Like I'm just waiting for next month to hit so I can catch all the bugs and fish. So let me ask you a question about Animal Crossing. So I'm kind mm-hmm. of at the same spot, you know. Right. I mean, there's stuff I still need to do. I only have a four-star out of five-star rating. Right. Um, but I know people, several people actually, who are deleting their islands. Oh, my gosh, I cringe just thinking deleting about it. Their islands, They'll yeah. delete their islands, Ida, islands, islands just so they can restart the game and experience I know, it I put all. Like, but the issue is, unless you're time-traveling, you're not catching all of the fish and I know bugs and 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 and, and that's, that was one of the that's one of the biggest things that I want to finish in the game. I want to finish my museum, and yeah, and I put like three hundred something hours into this game. I I don't know, restarting yeah. just wouldn't feel right. It seems but, wrong. I know, but um, also, um, you know, Mario plus Rob is a little bit. I got to the final battle, or at least I'm pretty sure it's final battle, where you um, where I'm going against Bowser, where it's him and like, he turns into that dragon thing. I thought it was Bowser Junior. Is it Bowser? Uh, well, all throughout the game is Bowser Jr., but then the end, Bowser comes. Cause See, I haven't he's been on vacation, so I don't know. He's been on vacation gotcha, the whole gotcha, time, gotcha. and he came back, and you start fighting. Probably him. vacating somewhere where there's no COVID or right. anything. He's and it, all fine. It, it, it's a hard battle. I've died multiple times. Gotcha. Now, this is your second playthrough of the game, mm-hmm. which now you have the Donkey Kong DLC, yes. and so you can actually play that expansion pack. Once and I beat Bowser. I haven't played that, but I hear that it's great. Well, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, too. Um, trying to think what else. Well, uh, we just got Borderlands. Um, Ooh, okay. Let's, let's hold that for a second. Hold that one yeah. Off? What else you been playing? That's about it. Okay. Just, yeah. Caleb, what about you, buddy? What you been playing? I, I know I've been seeing you playing a lot of Fortnite. Fortnite. Talk to us about Fortnite. Well, I've I'm, mainly been just playing solos uh-huh. to see if I win. I have. You, you've got a you've got a lot of uh, battle royale wins, mm-hmm. but you're also doing the uh, what's it called uh, when you uh, team up with like four four people squads but, yeah squads but then you do a solo it's like you you queue up for a squad a but then you do squad. a solo squad and then you win a solo squad hey, oh, yeah. you won a solo squad the, the other, other day, day right? yeah I won a solo squad which I'm not a Fortnite player but that seems more impressive to me because oh, that is. means you've got four people against you at the end of the game right. 
instead of the you know, or it might be three or, or three two, right right two or three on the team how many left, right? yeah how many have died still yeah yeah but you got those two or three all against him rather than against each other so it seems like right. they'd be even 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 tougher so it is and then I tried it again well so first I got f- first place and then second time I got fourth wait third place no you got second I remember you told me you got second. You've been doing really good in Fortnite, though. And then the third time, I got, like, 14th. Now, you actually took a break from Fortnite for quite a while, and then you got some V-Bucks for your birthday that you redeemed literally, like, uh, was, like, almost to the day a month after your birthday. It was a little while And after, so yeah. you just got back in, what, in the last week or so? Or how long week has it been? two weeks. I don't think like it's that. even been two full weeks. Something like I don't that. Know. But but you but the reason I'm bringing it up though is that you went from level one or one, whatever zero whatever whatever it is is it starting level zero or one it starts at level one starts at level one okay so you went from one all the way up to what level you're right now hundred and eleven in a week how are you week and a half no 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 before I stopped playing Fortnite right. I got tier I got level like forty something oh and okay now, but still. But still, you went from, yeah. You went That's from, like 70 levels in a week. Yeah, dude. That's up a whole bunch like, of levels. Like, what's up with that? Oh, did you just have an idea? Well, actually, no, I've been playing for more than, like, maybe, well, at least two weeks. So I remember, like, I I did a lot of challenges, but I never did, like, any, um, like, I never tried to one. I just did challenges. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah, he's always talking about his challenges. I'm doing my so, challenges. So you're not on the show a whole lot, Caleb. So is there any uh, anybody you want to give a big shout-out to? Like, anybody you want to say hi to while you're on the show? Uh, like, Christopher out. listens, Samantha listens. Shout out to Christopher. I'm not sure if Ezekiel listens or not, but maybe we'll give a big shout out to you. No, who's your gang that you play Fortnite with? Ezekiel, I feel like mainly. Uh, speak up, Bubba. Me. Oh, you play with yourself? So, big shout out to Caleb? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a shout out. Hey, Caleb. That's what's cool. going on? You know, it's great. You're going to listen to, the, I'll make you listen to this episode like a year from now and you're going to say, hey, eh. Caleb, to yourself. But your voice will probably be a little deeper and you'll be like, I sounded like that. I'd be like, yep, that's what you sounded like. Yeah, that's going to be funny. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's also awesome. Yeah, so a uh, little bit of what I've been up to, um, Animal Crossing a little bit. You know, I, I logged in uh, one day last week and I right. played for about an hour. First time I played Animal Crossing, like really played, replayed in, in about three weeks. While, yeah. yeah, I just, I've been super busy at the church getting, every, you know, just working right. on stuff and just been crazy busy. Um, but I also got uh, the Outer Worlds, Bioshock, Borderlands, and um, XCOM all around the same time. A lot, a lot of pre-orders all hit at the same week, basically. And... Um, Man, I am really liking the Outer Worlds. Definitely has frame rate issues on the Switch compared to other games. Um, it's one of those games to where it's, it's highly detailed, but because it's so detailed on a lower-powered system like the Switch, uh, you'll be you know walking or running through the environment, and, and you see everything. I love the coloring. I love the art style and the coloring yeah. of the game. But it's like you're, you're running, and then... Uh, rocks all of a sudden kind of just pop up out of nowhere oh, because yeah, yeah. the distance, you know, the view distance in that, the game. They did that in is, Ark all the time. It's, okay, it's not nearly as bad as Ark. Ark is like constant. No, 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 no. Ark is crap. It's garbage. It is. It's garbage. I mean, let's just be Ark real. Ark does look pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I like to do a review of the of the of the of, of the, Ark? Of Ark, but I don't have it to play. Ark's amazing. Ark's amazing. I love Ark. It's a great game. It's, it's just, one of my favorite games I've ever played. They just played. need to put some effort into it on the Switch. Anyway, so... Uh, 
the Outer Worlds, though, on Switch, really liking the Outer Worlds. Um, love the artwork, love the storyline so far. A uh, really deep RPG system. It's got some humor in, in it. And it's a good RPG because it has one of those things to where... Uh, as it, uh, uh, lost my train of thought. The um, Not train of thought, but my words. The, uh, the quests are well-written to where they're not just all cut and dry. Like, this is one quest. I had to go, this guy, he's, like, really sick. Uh, he's going to die. No one's giving him medicine. So he goes, hey, can you give me some medicine? So right. I'm like, okay, sure, we'll get you the medicine. And then as soon as I leave his, his house, a lady comes up to me and goes, hey... This guy is a hypochondriac. He's he's always he thinks he has every disease out there. He's always sick. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Don't give him the medicine. Go get it and give it to me instead. And if you give it to me, I'll help more people. So then you're like caught in a dilemma, you saying, "Do I give it to the guy who I first agreed to give it to, or someone else?" Exactly. Right. And so it, games that make you have to stop and say, "Hold on, what's what? What do I feel like is the moral right answer in right. this?" And games like this try to push the boundaries of saying there is no right, there is no wrong. You've got to go with what you think and make a decision. So really liking it. Great story. I've been That's looking. Cool. Yeah, I've been looking for a good uh, RPG to jump into. So uh, really happy with it so far. Uh, it is rated M for Mature, so this is definitely not for kids, but really enjoying it. Um, Bioshock Remastered. So I have the whole Bioshock collection on Switch. Do you Switch. even have to talk about Bioshock? You talk about Bioshock no, like every no, show recently. I, it seems like it. I just, oh, man, it's such a good game. So here's all I'm going to say. Bioshock Remastered is the remastered version that you saw that came out on the Xbox and the PlayStation, um, you know, the Xbox One and then the PlayStation 4 remastered. It looks fantastic on Switch. It, it does plays really beautifully good on, Switch. on Switch. Made you play the first chapter. We talked about that last show. Scared right. you. Um, I'm probably a third of the way through the game already. Like, I am, I am, I am, I mean, obviously I know the game real well, like the back of my hand, but I am just like pushing my way through this game. So good, and it's one of those games to where if I'm tired and I don't really want to play anything, I, I'll load up Bioshock because I just know it so well. Um, and I'll sit down to play for like 10 minutes and then before I realize that it's been an hour. So, man, love that game. If you have not played uh, Bioshock, I say pick it up on Switch. It's just a great place to play it. And then on Borderlands, yeah. yeah so um, I've been looking for games to play with UJ mm-hmm. that are multiplayer. And, right. you know, it's kind of hard to find a game that you like and and are willing to play and so yeah we checked it out and we played for what uh about 45 minutes probably and then i went to i uh, had a meeting that evening uh-huh. and then when we came back home we played another what hour no 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 no. it was yeah. over two hours over two hours yeah. what the heck yeah we played almost three hours straight we knocked out all of the beginning quests oh, into yeah, the car. We, I mean, and then when I was ready, like, okay, let's be done. And you're like, okay. And then we did one more quest. And then, and then we, we had to one more get quest. those flowers, which took forever. Right. My, my, map, my map was glitching. And right. so, I, and that's not a Switch glitch. That's just a glitch that's in the game. There's So so Borderlands, we're playing the first one. Um, it, it runs great, plays great on Switch. Haven't noticed any issues outside of issues that have always been in the game, like small little bugs, uh, quests not updating on your mini-map properly in multiplayer games and yeah, everything. Yeah, little things, you know. But it's cool that we were able to play this multiplayer in, uh, you know, we did we did split screen, which Borderlands does a vertical split rather than a horizontal split like right. most most uh, first-person shooters do, yeah, or games do. Awful for how much I hated that. But it's then we weird, played yeah. it. Once you got your own copy, we did the local co-op. So we both had our own Switch when we were playing. And that was great, sitting on the couch and playing. I had you Actually, you were playing it on the TV, so I could I, I was. watch you because you're still new. And um, I'm playing it on my own Switch. It was and way it was better great. Like that. Oh, so much fun. So how, how are you liking it? Um, I'm liking it. I was actually playing a little bit earlier um, before the show. 
for a little while I was playing because, you know, I felt we were dying a whole bunch. We were we were doing some hard quests. And so I just went around, you know, you know how, like, you can go pretty much every, you know, you just walk around the map and there's those skags everywhere. You know, if, if y'all have never played uh, Borderlands, when I say skags, they're basically just these weird, like, alien dog thingies they're nasty looking yeah they're, they're awful so you know I, I would just go around killing those and killing the the mean guys the um what's the word um i haven't a clue what you're talking the guys about. with the guns and stuff, oh yeah yeah, yeah the crazy guys right just going around killing people killing stuff they're called XP. crazy guys oh, okay and so you know i was just leveling up and no, the only word coming to my head are splicers but that's bioshock <laughs> yeah no this is borderlands i'm in the wrong thing and actually i got i got a couple levels so you know Hopefully yeah, we're level eleven. I think we're both, yeah. we're both level eleven. You're eleven. I got to like thirteen. Are you serious? I think so. No. Yeah, and it wasn't just little guys. I went. I explored, man. I went everywhere. Well, you're playing the berserker class right now. I'm berserker, and having yeah. a blast doing that. That's pretty fun because I can just run in there, do my thing, and run out. It's you like know? you're a cross between like the Hulk and Bane. I know, and, that's how I feel. Yeah, because you're just like... Yeah, no, I feel like this powerhouse is mowing everybody <laughs> down. It's great. Hey, and after you do, like, get surrounded and you do a lot of kills, you, you physically do, like, a big, like, yeah, flex in real yeah. life, too. Well, it so. makes me feel cool, you know? Yeah. And my dude's, like, constantly screaming, going all crazy. <laughs> so that's cool. So, yeah, I was messing with that earlier. And we finally got the car, which I was looking forward to. So that was Nice. Fun. A lot of roadkill. Mm-hmm. Getting new weapons and stuff. So how are you liking this? I mean... I want to do this actually for a later show. We have more time, but like, how are you just overall? How are you liking this? Because you know, I grew up. Uh, one of some of my first games, as far as first-person shooters, were like the original Unreal Tournament games, like that. And so, right. I mean, you played a little bit of Halo when you were younger, but not a whole lot. Uh-huh. Um, and then you've Battle done Front. Battlefront, um, but not a game like not not like a true first-person shooter that has quests and mission, right. storyline, and things like that. No. Nope. So how are you, how are you liking it? It's fun. It's it's actually really fun, yeah. I wasn't sure what to expect when we first loaded up, loaded it up, but it, it's fun. It's a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. It's interesting for you because uh, your first person shooter experience started with a console, and so mine is a keyboard and mouse, and so right. uh, I made the tr- transition from keyboard and mouse to to controller. And I remember when I first did that with Halo, and I was like, I hate this. Actually, it wasn't Halo. It would be uh, Goldeneye on the N sixty four. And um, still take a little while to get used to the controls, but yeah. man, Halo's so good. But with Halo, I mean, this is, I'm sorry, uh, GoldenEye is so good. But um, with GoldenEye, uh, Perfect Dark on N64, those of y'all listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You didn't have the whole, you know, 3D movement. You literally moved your, you know, your character forward, and there was no up, down. You just, you walked forward, and whatever direction you were facing, that's what you shot. There wasn't this other, you know, 360-degree aiming with a right analog stick. You that's had tough. one stick, yeah. Lots of the games were on the PC back in the days, too. You had your keyboard and mouse, and you would move your guy left and right, you know, up and down. But that's the way you're just, or not even up and down, just left and right. I'm talking about, like, Doom, the original Doom, Wolfenstein, uh, 3D, and things like that. So, anywho, lots of fun to be had. We need to talk more about this after we get some more hours logged in there. So, oh, yeah. uh, Caleb, you've also been playing a lot of Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, in fact, uh, what's funny is I bought Minecraft Dungeons for me. I pre-ordered it. I played it a little bit with you. Uh, maybe 20, 30 minutes in the very beginning. Yeah, y'all played it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And then, you know, you asked if you could play with Micah, and then you and Micah started playing. Y'all played and a before, bunch, no, yeah. y'all like all but almost beat the game, right? 
Yeah, we have like one more um, quest mission, whatever to do. And yeah. then we have to do the other two modes. So for people who are listening, and so I know a lot of people who like, they see Minecraft, and not that Minecraft is bad. I mean, M- Minecraft is the number one selling game of all time. It's right. it sold more copies than any other game out there. I mean, I've got to pull up the numbers, but I believe it's over 200, like 220 million copies. It's crazy. Which I, that, I can't even fathom a game selling that many, co- many copies. I mean, it is on everything. Yeah. I mean, including browsers. I mean, it's just... <laughs> It's you don't have a system. That's okay. Load it up in a browser on your on your PC. There you I mean, go. <laughs> but uh, so a lot of people they'll see Minecraft and maybe they're kind of burned out or they or they just they don't they see Minecraft and they don't want to be in a you know world building game. But it's not that. It's like a dungeon crawler like Diablo, but much much simpler. And you play like, Diablo. Yeah, it's like Diablo meets Minecraft. Like that. That's what it is. Lots of fun. But it's, Mike. But Mike is able to play it. I mean, right. I know Caleb. You have to help him out. Like telling him what yeah. gear to get, but he's able, able to actually play it. So so why don't you talk talk to our listeners a little bit about it, like why they should give it a shot? Because, again, it's a full-blown game, and it's only, uh, is it $30? I think so, yeah. It's only like 30 bucks. Well, I'm glad it's not bloating because in Minecraft, like on the iPad and phone and whatever it's on, I was horrible at building. Oh, yeah, like, the whole creative and everything. I mean, you're fine with building. Are you saying, like, just building from scratch, you didn't know what to do? Yeah, I always played creative instead of survival. Survival, yeah. Right, that's the thing about this. So, like, since even though it's called Minecraft Dungeons, like, just like if you just look at it and it, you see that it says Minecraft Dungeons and you see the blocks everywhere and right. you see the block people, don't, like, don't, don't dismiss it right away just because it says Minecraft and you don't want to build because it's not, it's really not that at all. Like, it's, uh, the only reason it's minecraft is because it's blocky it's the minecraft universe right it's, right it's I mean, the same like monsters minecraft. you've got the skeletons you've got the right. creepers zombies, you've got, yeah, spiders, zombies you know um but it's just like diablo in the way that you get pets you get new weapons you know stuff like that it's just it'll be like minecraft like wolves or llamas and stuff, you know? so okay so caleb i mean you you spent a lot of time on minecraft dungeons um i mean would you encourage other uh, parents to pick it up especially if they have young kids Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as like, like you've played a lot of Diablo three, but that's with, with <laughs> saying that on the air, it just doesn't seem like responsible parenthood on my part, <laughs> but I mean, it's fine. Um, but you play a lot of Diablo. How would you compare Diablo to Minecraft? Like is Minecraft dungeons a lot easier to pick up? I mean, I mean, yes. Micah's playing it. So I mean, is he able, how's Micah able to play it? I mean, you have to tell him like what gear to change out, but is he able to play? Like what's your experience yeah. been? Um, some, well, this is confusing me because Mike is leveling up faster than I am. I don't know how that's happening. Well, you know, is he a lower level than you? If he's a much no. lower level and you're in harder areas, that makes sense why he's leveling up. No, we're the same level and then he levels up. I'm like, how do you? Well, th- and th- then like 10 seconds later, then I level up. There, oh, well, I mean, if it's just like that, then. But, I mean, you know, there's also, like, certain gear you can get. That's what I was thinking. That'll make you level up faster. Certain helmets or, you know, chest plates. How, so, so here's my question. How much can Micah play on his own without you telling him, no, Micah, don't go there, come over here? Because, I mean, the game's pretty linear. You, you just, there's, like, one path to take for the most most part. Um, Some paths are long, and, and before that path, I say, Micah, come over here. 
And that path is like five minutes, maybe. So he can follow you and stuff. And when it's combat time, he's he does fine because he's he's listening to you. But he knows how to play itself, right? Yeah. So his biggest needs of help would be like leveling up his character, like spending points and like what gear to get and things like that. So it's really in a really easy game to pick up. It's easier than Diablo to pick up and learn. Well, yeah, um, um, by far. Right. Yeah. But it's so like it's not nearly as deep as Diablo. Yeah. It's just like a it's it's a shallow version of Diablo, but it's still way deeper than I expected it to and be. And it's fun. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so, it's fun. We, and thirty dollars. So yeah, you know, we, we need we need to do an episode where we can actually dive in a little bit deeper. We don't have time for it right now, so we actually need to 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 move on. So um, the other thing we've been up to is that. Jay, you and I just watched, and I don't, man, this blows my mind, and so no spoilers here, but oh, you know, we did a man. whole episode about the DC uh, movies, the Marvel movies, the DC right. animated universe, especially how it's just, you know, amazing, inc- amazing incredible. Well, we just watched just, uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, uh, which has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. You watch that? Yeah, you, 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 you can't watch it, buddy. It's, it's. It, it is pretty graphic, and so if you're listening to the show, um, we've raved a lot about the DC animated films, um, and it, they're incredible. The TV they're series, amazing. amazing Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Young uh, Young Young, uh, Justice. Young Justice, Young Justice, um, something the other one, the other one, great to watch with your with your kids, all ages, just great. The DC animated films, you gotta just be careful on some of them. You know, Caleb's watched, you know, probably about a third of them. But some of them get kind of dark, um, and then this one itself, um, this one, it, this one is dark. Yeah, yeah, this one's dark. They're, they're, yeah. It was so dark. good. That's part of that's. But man, it's good. That's one of the things that makes them so good, though, because even though it's animated, it's so it it's it had the movies just have such a dark tone on them that it makes you feel that makes you feel it. You know what I mean? Yes, it's like I mean, you can. Yes. Like absolutely, it makes you. You know what I mean. It, and that's what that's one of the yeah. things that make them yeah. so. They're great. able to tell. I mean, they're able to tell a really good story. Right. And you see somebody die, and you're like, I can't believe they just killed that character. It's off. crazy. It, it's it's crazy. And so, no spoilers on this movie. I mean, we'll, we'll talk more in depth. You know, we'll give it a few months. <laughs> I mean, so just can it just came out it, like a know? month ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, you can go watch it, Justice League Dark. I would say this: watch them all in order. Uh, start with the first one is Justice League uh, Flashpoint Paradox, which is also amazing. That it's amazing, and you've seen that one, Caleb. That's the first one that reboots the DC animated series. I think it's called uh, it's DC Fifty Two or something. That's the the current whatever. I don't right. know what the right term of it is, but phase or whatever. Incredible movie, incredible series, amazing movie. Um, and then we're currently we're almost done with Doctor Who season six, and so we oh, just yeah. wa- we just watched episode eleven, which was the God Complex, and that's where doc- the Doctor and all the people are in this the hotel. No, no, no spoilers, but yeah, you're in the hotel, and there's a room for every person. Oh yeah, and one of, has their I'll just say this bad dreams. Or yeah, whatever. each room is their worst nightmare, and then they have one room, and there's a clown sitting there with a red balloon, and he's sad, and he just looks at you. He and just like, looks at you. Yeah. That's my room. That's yeah. my room. Oh. Yeah, you're scared. I'm not. I don't. Chills just thinking about it. I mean, I I get happy when I see clowns. I yeah, think not that's me. their purpose. I don't. Not me. Not me. Yeah. So I think yeah. So that was. We're almost done with season six, which season seven's next, which I'm excited oh, for. Season man. seven is one of my favorite Doctor Who seasons. Same actually. here. Season seven is amazing. It's so definitely really Matt Smith's best, best oh, season. Man, I'm just and thinking then, of all the episodes that are in it because I've watched it i've watched doctor we're watching it back through with caleb right now yeah this is like my 
fourth, fifth time through. So Matt I've Se- seen Matt this Smith. one once this season once, and I'm just really looking forward to this season. You know, I didn't realize, and it's probably because I I just you know rushed <clears throat> rushed through all the episodes. But watching it again now with Caleb, which is like in you know however many times I've been through it, um, season six is Rory's season. It I is. mean, he doesn't just get better. I mean, he's in season five, but he just—he doesn't just get better as a character in season six. It's his season. Like he stands up on his own. It he is, does yeah. things like I mean, there's even episodes where he's pretty much like, "Doctor, you stand aside. I've got this." And you're yeah. like, "Dang, yeah, Rory, you look stand at Rory up, go dude. doing his thing," you know? Because yeah, really yeah, cool. Because before he's always been like the add-on, you know? Yeah. He's always been like a third he, wheel. He rocks on this episode. Yeah, he's or on this season. Yeah. So anyway. Excuse me there. Had a little frog in my throat. That's nasty. Speaking of frogs, I'm sick of catching frogs in Animal Crossing. Yeah, I actually have one in my room. I caught one and put it in my room. He's in a nice little tank. You know? Yeah, I so don't that's know. That's cool. I'm just Wait, tired really? of frogs. No? In his room, yeah. Like, you know how you, like, place fish and they're in their tank? Yeah. I, I have a frog. All right, let's go and move on back to our main topic for today's show. Happy birthday to ARMS. It is three years old Woo! as of today. Woo! Happy oh, birthday. Yeah. Well, happy birthday Wednesday. to you. Well, no, it's today, actually. Today, Tuesday, June 16th. It's, it's, today. it's yeah, it's today. Oh, yeah. So, man, this I soundtrack, love this I love this soundtrack. And it gets stuck in your head. They did a really nice job. It's a know, great soundtrack. Yeah. You know, I don't know. We may get flagged by Nintendo for this episode. We're not making money off of it, Wait, so really? who cares? I don't know. They're real big on their copyright stuff. Yeah. So I just had to listen to that. Bump, 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 bump. Yeah, I love, the, I love the ARM soundtrack. I mean, go buy the game just for the soundtrack. Exactly. I Forget the it. fact ever that since, it's free on YouTube. Ever since we had the game, soundtrack's great. Just an amazing soundtrack. So yeah, so the ARMS is three years old today for the Nintendo Switch. It was one of the first uh, uh, first party titles from Nintendo to come out. It was one of the first new games on the Switch to come out. came out in its launch year. Oh yeah. And uh, what's unique about this game is that um, it's one of the first new IPs to come out from Nintendo in a very long time. And that's saying something because Nintendo, you know, they'll keep coming out with new Marios, new Zeldas, new Mario Karts, Splatoon. You know, things like that. But a new IP, this is a brand new intellectual property from Nintendo. um, And it made a huge splash. So I just want to read what uh, Nintendo puts on their website here uh, for ARMS. And I'm going to read it to you. You may or may not have played ARMS. Um, I'm I'm actually guessing that the majority of our listeners haven't played ARMS. Because it's one of those games that came out in the beginning. And then, um, like many games that came out in the beginning, just kind of got buried quickly by other games that came out. Splatoon came out shortly afterwards. And did kind of bury it because right. Splatoon was just a huge success. It already, it already had, had a cult following. Exactly. So let me just read this to you. 
Uh, it says, ARMS, the first fighting game of its kind. Choosing a fighting champion from, champion from around the world. Equip your own combination of extendable arms and then use a mix of button presses and quick hand motions to really take the fight to your opponent. And one thing that was cool about this game is that, or is cool about the game, is that you can use both motion controls or just learn the button combinations and playing. And, um, man, we were big in ARMS when it first came out. Yeah. And I would actually go back and forth between... Just standard controls and then using motion controls. I was garbage in motion. I still am garbage. Well, in I mean, now's the thing. I mean, I I got really good at the motion controls, and now that it's been a while since I've played, I, I'm not that great at the motion controls. I've and, never and been good. I need to, I need to get back to it. Buttons. So uh, it says throw punches and guide them mid-flight to hit uh, uh, agile fighters, avoiding incoming attacks with dashes or trampoline high into the air to rain down fists from above. Power up your punches to do extra damage or curve your fists around obstacles to hit skittish opponents. And that's one thing that was cool about the game. I keep saying was in past tense because I haven't played in a while. Is cool about the game is that when you throw a punch, it's not just straight. But after you 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 punch, you can you can, you can curve. curve it. So the game's called Arms because you know, you're a fighter with legs and you do have a head and you have two ears. Very important. Your fighter has two ears. You have to hear your opponent. Absolutely. But besides that, what makes this game unique is that you have these long extendable arms that, so you're standing on one side of the arena, they're on the others, and you can jump, dodge, run, back and forth, and everything else. But then when you punch, your arms extend like giant slinkies, but then you can curve your arms. It's very unique. It says, pop your punches to deal extra damage or curve your fists around obstacles to hit skirtish opponents. Uh, fill, fill up your special gates to dish out devastating combinations and finish them off. Unleash your inner fighter in this unbelievable sporting event. Again, the game came out June 16th, 2017. To much praise and positive reviews. And so, again, one of the unique things about this game is there's a brand new IP. Hey, why y'all why y'all hitting each other? I don't know. He's We're recording at me a podcast weird. here. Y'all stop that. He's looking at me weird. Okay. Throwing papers stop at that. me and stuff. Um, I just want to read some of the reviews here because, I mean, this game came out to much high praise, which, which whenever you're coming out with a brand new IP, you always risk... You know, like, you're putting a lot of resources in developing a brand new game. You run the risk of, like, is the game going to tank or is it going to hit big? And so um, IGN gave ARMS an 8 out of 10, which equals great. Uh, and just one of their quotes here says, ARMS brings surprising depth to the world of extendable arm boxing. I, I, I think that's funny because is there a world of extendable yeah, arm boxing or is it, that. like, the first game of it? Right, I don't <laughs> but know. But anyway... Um, and is adapting party lobby is a great surprise. Nintendo Life gave ARMS an, a 9 out of 10, calling it excellent, and says ARMS is polished, addictive, immensely rewarding, and perhaps, most important of all, establishes a solid platform to create a popular and long-running series. Really enjoy this game. And I, what I would like to see Nintendo do, personally, is come out with an ARMS 2 that says, okay, we know it worked with ARMS 1, Let's make a few improvements on it, and now let's come out with a brand new, brand new game. Like normally, I would cool. say, give me some new DLC. I love Arms One. I want to see like a brand new Arms Two come out that actually builds upon it, makes it even greater. Really like the game. Uh, Polygon gave Arms an eight out of ten. Again, a lot of high reviews here. A lot of eights, a lot of nines out of ten. Calling it Arms feels like Nintendo's next big thing. And I agree. I mean, it sounds like, I mean, it, it felt like a really good IP, but we, we logged in a lot of hours, and I'd like to see what the next thing is after this. Wired called ARMS a, um, 
a new game that makes the Switch worth buying. That's high praise right there. And they also went on and said, it's precisely the kind of game you'd want Nintendo to release for the Switch, and it feels like the start of something special. So a lot of people are commenting about how this is like the beginning of something new. Uh, Wired called ARMS... uh, I just said Wired, didn't I? Yes, he did. Sorry. Game Informer. Gave arms an eight point two five out of ten. Like, what's that? What? What? What is eight point two five? Well, it's better than eight, but it's not worthy of an eight and a half. Like, that's or maybe like it's this is a strong eight. We're giving it an eight, and then just a little bit extra. We're, we're giving you a quarter. Here's twenty five cents. Uh, Game Informer gave it an eight point two five out of ten and called it. Uh, they said that uh, Arms is a zangy fighter that delivers excitement and fun at every turn. If you're looking for a fresh and exciting experience to play on your Switch, Arms is worth a look. And then lastly, uh, at, if you're looking at Amazon with over a thousand customer ratings, Arms is currently sitting at four point seven out of five stars. Great so game. So great reviews all around. Great game all around. And so, uh, to date, ARMS remains within the top 20 best-selling Nintendo titles for the Nintendo Switch. And so, when you consider how many, and I was looking at it the other day, I I don't want to say it right now because I don't want to say it wrong, but um, this is like Nintendo first-party games, which are, there's a lot out there, uh, or, or even Nintendo published games, like uh, Octopath Traveler, one of my favorite all-time JRPGs on the Switch, Um uh, it was created, designed, whatever um, the word or developed. That's what we're looking for. Developed. It was developed by a team, uh, a sub team that own, that is owned by Square Enix, uh, but it's published by Nintendo. And so, again, great game. Uh, Arms, you know, top twenty best selling Nintendo titles for the Switch, and just absolutely love it. And so, uh, I want to hear your y'all's thoughts on Arms because I mean, we played it heavily when it first came out. Yeah. Uh, when we all were looking at the Switch that first year, just like the Switch is amazing, it's an awesome best console ever, which is kind of still my sentiment about the Switch. I love my Switch. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, this was a game you were really looking forward to. Was Arms and Jay? Well, you were looking forward to it as well. You were looking forward I was to more Splatoon. For Splatoon. Yeah. Right, because we saw both of them in the same Nintendo Direct. And so, uh, who, which who wants to kick this off? Caleb, you want to kick this off? Okay, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> well, we are coming back to you, so I want to hear about your yeah, story. Like you said, I was more excited for Splatoon. He was more excited for ARMS. So y'all stayed up or got up early or something like that. Yeah, we got up early the day at launch and we played, right. you and me. So, and um, y'all were playing it, and then I came down a little bit later and started playing it with y'all. Um, and I was terrible at first. I couldn't, I didn't understand it. Darn right, I, I kicked your butt. Yeah, I was garbage and i was caleb, amazing caleb was beating both of us when we first started though because remember he would just what? yeah remember i don't just, remember that yeah because he would just button match the whole time and we were like <laughs> i remember okay. we were trying to test all the new arms out yes, and yes, trying to yes. learn the controls and he was just button mashing the whole time and so that made us mad but um then you know i started to learn we both started to learn um you know how to you know just smart smart ways to play the game you know what arms we like so then we started beating him real bad. So then yeah, he we actually did. had to learn. Pound you into the ground, dude. But yeah, when this game first first came out, I played a whole bunch of this game. I played a ton. Um, and I actually got pretty good, I'd like to think, um, with the button controls. You know, I was garbage in motion. But, you know, I actually got pretty... <clears throat> excuse me. I actually got pretty good at this game. Um, and then as they came out with new fighters, which we'll talk about here in a second, they came out with lots of new fighters. And then, you know... I would test all those out to see which ones I liked. Although my favorite fighter was Min Min, and it still is Min Min. Min Min. Min Min. She's the one 
that eats the ramen noodles. She's the one with the the little beanie on her head. So one of the things that I really liked about um, ARMS, and Nintendo was just... Nintendo ha- is, has given the Switch a lot of love, and they've for obvious reasons, but one of the things I really like that Nintendo's doing is that um, they did it with ARMS, they did it with Splatoon, uh, they've done it with they've done it with Super Mario Maker. Is that when they when Arms released, it released with ten very unique fighters, and 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 what's cool about that is that I mean they are unique. It's not All just them, reskinning one. a different fighter. They're very unique. They're Arms. There's tons and tons of unlockables. Oh yeah, but it released with ten, and then later uh, over a series of time, they released a free DLC, and that's what they did with this game again. They did it with. Um, Super Mario Maker, they did it with Splatoon, they did it with others, but they released free DLC. And this wasn't like a Super Mario Odyssey DLC where it's like, thanks for the free DLC, but the DLC is kind of crap. I mean, this Luigi finding balloon stuff is only cool for, you know. Hey, it was fun. It was cool for about an hour. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say a week, and then I was going to drop it to 24 hours. But anyway, um, they they released five additional fighters, so they you know they, they released fifty percent more content, new fighters, new stages, and everything else. And so new really fists, cool. Do our I? gloves, fists, arms. Yeah, new new fighters, new arms. New, new arms. And then so what's cool is after you unlock the arms, you can interchange the arms with the different fighters, and, yep. inter- and all, which this game or have a is, different arm on so each good. side. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah. And so one of the things I like about it again is that it's a very um, it's a very unique creative game. And so like for example, uh, Springman. Well, I'm just gonna pick on him for a minute. Springman is considered by most to be like the uh, general consensus is like he's the face of the game, right? Um, but then I would say a strong second would be Ribbon Girl. Yeah. And so like, well, on aren't the, they the two on the cover? Uh, probably. I don't. I don't. I don't have the cartridge. I have the digital copy. But like right now, like just uh, reading off of Nintendo's website, when you read about Springman, it says Springman, um, and it talks about you know information about him. Height, 182 centimeters. Weight, 76 kilograms. Age, 20. And then hobbies is what I love. His hobbies are weightlifting and pizza. But then you go to Ribbon Girl, and um, you go to weight, and it says no comment. <laughs> you know, she's a lady. Don't ask her her weight. But her hobbies are uh, swinging and meeting fans. But then, like, you scroll down. Or scroll down. You move down to, like, Min Min. Um, My really, favorite. Yeah, your favorite. Um, again, weight. It lists as unimportant, so you know, don't be asking. It, it doesn't matter. But I just li- I like that Nintendo does this. You know, you know where right. where Springman is seventy six kilograms. Ribbon Girl says no comment. Min Min says unimportant. But then Min Min, her hobbies are eating mom's homemade ramen, and so it's just it's so much fun. And then you get over to somebody like uh, Bite and Bark, who's a mechanical fighter, and uh, his weight is a hundred and twenty kilograms. His age is K9000. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, I mean, he's like, he's ancient. And then uh, his hobbies are avoiding salt water. <laughs> avoiding salt water because he's mechanical. And, and then fetch. playing fetch. Because with uh, this character, not only are you fighting with the main character, but you've got a side sidekick that's a dog that fights with you, and he's mechanical as well. Just a really fun, right. great game. Uh, for all ages, it is rated age uh, age rated E for everyone ten and up. Um, but I mean, that's just you know for the rating board. I mean, well, we got this game when it came out what three years ago. Right. Caleb, you're nine, so you started playing this game with your six. Six. I've, I, I mean, I would let Micah play this game right now with a heartbeat, oh, yeah. no hesitations. There's no language. It's very clean. 
it's only rated 10 and up because there's fighting and that that, that that's really it that, i mean honestly there, there's nothing in it and they're super cartoony and everything so yeah yeah there's no no i mean you have to worry about like you know skin showing or anything just Blood very anything. clean game fun game to play so yeah caleb what are you what are some of your fun memories about this game well, it says, well, I'm just looking at this, and it says Helix is two. Helix? What about him? Yeah, he's Oh, he's you're talking about old. the ages? Well, yeah, because, I mean, again, I mean, go well, go, go Helix, check out this game. Helix, or Helix, Helix, I think it's Helix. If you look at him, he looks like something that was created in a lab. Like, well, if you look at their slimy. affiliations, like, yeah. for example, Min Min, her, her hobbies is eating mom's homemade ramen. Her affiliation is with the... Uh, uh, Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo Noodle House, right? Which makes sense. And then you go to Helix. His affiliation is the Arms Laboratories Inc. So he was a creation right. out of nowhere. So yeah, he's only he's only two years old. He's brand so, new. Yeah, he's, they he's just a baby. Him. Don't no 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 one should be hitting a Speaking baby. Of Helix, I did not really like Helix. I was not a fan of Helix. He's hard to get, to get used to. For I me. mean, he he's he's a really cool uh, character you can play as. Um, he has really cool abilities. I just, yeah, it took me a minute to get used to him. There's definitely lightweight and heavyweight players oh, yeah. in this game, like where Springman and Ribbon Girl are definitely lightweights. Then you got somebody like uh, the Master Mummy, where he's slower, but man, he or, yeah. he hits like a megaton. Or like Bite and Bark, he's heavier. Yep. Or Mechanica. Yep. Yeah. So and and it's, that's not the only way they're all unique. Like they all have a special ability. Like um. Bite and bark. He can jump on top of his. Do- well, for one, he has a he has a companion. He has yep. a dog. But then for um, he also can jump on top of him and like get an extra boost in the air. Well, Ribbon Girl has Ribbon uh, Girl has a double a jump. double jump, and I I really Ribbon Girl is one of my favorites. I really like that double jump is huge right. for me because uh, th- this game's not a button masher. I mean, unless you, you're Caleb. I mean, if you want it to be, you can. But I mean. It's not hard to master one of these it's characters. Re- it's, really it's not like a Street Fighter game where you've got to learn all these combos. This is a fun game, and, and you can master it rather quickly. And so that, that double jump for Ribbon Girl, for me, was huge because you got to do a lot of dodging when you're mm-hmm. playing this game. And so being able to dodge to the left and do a double jump really helps. And then to be able to rain down punches or to jump at somebody and do a double jump, get you that much closer, it is pretty cool. Uh, I just looked on here at the uh, uh, Master Mummy. And uh, it says uh, age unknown, and but his hobby—it's sad. He's searching know, for his long lost family. It's That's sad. sad. It's because no. he's a mummy. Caleb's sticking out his big bottom lip there. It is sad. It is sad. <laughs> so I mean, great game. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if you. I mean, I, I do. I would say that if you're doing, if you're looking at uh, Switch games primarily by yourself. Um, unless you're really big into online competition, this game, I think, would lose an appeal after some time because you're just by yourself. This game is fun with players. It's it fun is, playing yeah, against playing four players. Yeah, getting four players all on the same two screen on two or free for all. Oh yeah, I forgot that know. there's the two on two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do team fights in there, two on two, or like yeah, you know, one v one, one v one, or v1, you can get, all, you can get two other. players and y'all can be on a team and go to a grand, a grand, a grand prix. Mm-hmm. and climb your way up to the ladder and try to win the championship. What I really like uh, the game mode in here, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's the it's the uh, the training challenges basically where you're fighting not each other but you're 
you're, you know, you're knocking out targets and then you're fighting oh, something yeah, yeah, else yeah. and then you're uh, doing like the basketball mode. Right, right. You know, yeah, um, it has the all the basketball mode is so cool basketball, in this game. Basketball, there's volleyball. Yeah. Right. Oh, I stink at the volleyball. Yeah, the volleyball was hard. And then and again, the I stink at basketball. Targets, so I used like to be really said. good at basketball, but then you started schooling me in basketball. Yeah, just like on the court. Uh-huh. Uh, whatever. My favorite mode was the one where you get up, where you team up with uh, real players and go against the bosses. Like Headlock. Oh, yeah. Headlock was hard. Those were hard. Yeah, but they ended up uh, uh, adding Headlock back to where the, you could be Headlock. Yeah, in the DLC. Right. Yeah, you, I think that was like one of the last players mm-hmm. or last fighters they added. Well, he's not an actual fighter in the game. But um, there's a certain mode you can play where you're you'll play against someone and you can oh that's right you can take you can he's like in a little orb you're him right and if you break it then you get him and then yeah. it gives you a huge advantage against the yeah other but kid, you're right kid that was a fun mode because he's he's super tough and then you're all working together right yeah 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 great game great this game. game is lots and lots of lots fun. of fun um again we talked about earlier has one of the best soundtracks i mean i think of any game i mean we just played just the opening track for you guys at the at the when we started this 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 segment i was gonna say this this top of the show but i'm like yeah what a segment thank you um great reviews across the board um alongside the release of arms nintendo also released uh the the uh, neon yellow joy cons and they hit the store the same day so it was i don't think they were ever officially branded arm joy cons but it fit the game so perfectly well. I mean, it looks, I mean, the, it's the bright colors. You see it right. in arms. They release, you know, they coincided same day in the store. You pick up the game, pick up the Joy-Cons, and they were the first uh, additional color Joy-Cons that, you, that they made for the Switch because you had the gray Joy-Cons, and then you had the yeah. red and blue Joy-Cons, and then this was the first color they added to it. This is even before they did the Splatoon colors, and so this was the first one to actually... And this is what people would begin to wonder, like, are they going to release Joy-Cons for different games? And then they didn't, and people like me got frustrated, so... But at the same same time, I'm like, I can't buy all the Joy-Cons. That's a good point. I have too many Joy-Cons as it is. That's a good point. We have, like... We do have a lot. I don't know. We've got, like, eight, well, nine We have the Arms, Splatoon, well, Mario. well, let's back up a little bit here. We actually oh, have the right, gray right. Joy-Cons that oh, I modded and made it on okay. white, so that's one pair. And then we have the neon... Uh, reds, you know, left and right, neon right. blue, left, left and, and right. right. So every time we say pair, we always mean left and right. So we've got the gray ones that modded white. Then we have neon red, neon blue, Mario red, uh, neon yellow. Right. And then we have... The Splatoon. The Splatoon, which was uh, like the watermelon pink colors, and pink and green. And then... And then Caleb's got his own set of blue and red, or red and blue, whatever that right. combination is. Uh, the purple and orange. Oh yeah, love that one. Purple and orange. And Animal then, Crossing. And then my favorite right now, which is the Animal Crossing. Um, is that all? I think that's it. I don't think we missed any. So we have nine, nine sets pairs. of Joy Cons in this house. That's a whole bunch of Joy Cons. Yeah, nine sets. Or if you want to look at this way, we have eighteen individual Joy Cons. Wow. Now we also have the SNES controllers. We have two of them. Oh yeah. And then we have the um, NES controllers again from Nintendo, and those technically are Joy Cons because you can slide them on the side. Slide on the side, but you yeah. can't really play them when they're attached. I mean, you can navigate, and but it's whatever. just really ugly. But if you if you want to look at it that way, that's technically ten, eleven. Right. Well, they're not Joy Cons. We'll leave it at nine. We have oh, nine right, sets right, of actual right, Joy Cons. Right. So, yeah. But still, nine sets. That's a whole nine bunch. Nine sets. Oh no, we have one more set of Joy Cons on my uh, my day one switch that that I modded that we're turning it into like a retro machine. Which ones are those? Um, I I bought a Mario Red for that one, and then I imported, which I don't have it yet, but I imported uh, one of those Hori 
left joy cons that has the actual d-pad in it i didn't like what we sold in the state side we had the the black in the, in the u.s you can buy a black one that has a lot of gold on it for zelda and then it has a the other one is i think is a mario color or something right. but it has a lot of a lot of stuff on it i don't like well uh in in japan you can buy a a dark blue one um and I, i'm like that's it that's what i want so i imported it and it was actually the same cost after, after importing as what one cost here used so that's cool. Yeah. So technically, we have ten pairs of Joy Cons. That's a whole bunch of that's Joy Cons. Lot, that's a lot of Joy Cons in one house. Ten pairs, twenty Joy Cons. Twenty in the yeah, I was gonna say twenty individual Joy Cons. So, um, but also the same day they released Arms in the neon yellow uh, Joy Cons, they also released the. I mean, I was trying to hype this up. They also released the Joy-Con AA battery pack accessory. No, you ready? You ready? Hold up. Let me grab my mic real quick. Yeah. They also released the. Wait, what is it called? Uh, you read it right there. The Joy-Con. I've got the box oh, right Joy-Con here. Oh, Joy-Con double A battery. It's the oh here yeah. It's called the Joy-Con double A battery pack. So so do it again. Do your voice. Okay. Or do do, do it like this. Uh, okay. The game released on what did we say? Oh, June sixteenth. Uh, June sixteenth. So do it that way. Releasing June sixteenth. All right, you ready? All right. Here we go. Releasing June sixteenth, twenty seventeen. The Joy-Con left and right double A battery pack. The double-A battery pack? Darn right, the double-A battery Tell pack. Tell me, what does it do? Well, you see, kids, you clip it onto the back or glue it or something, whatever you like. <laughs> glue it. And you just put a couple <laughs> double-A's in there. And I think it's supposed to keep your Joy-Cons alive. I don't know. We've never, it's just in the box. So here's the thing. This this thing is atrocious. Um, just, I'm not even going to put a link in the show notes because yeah. you can't even, Nintendo doesn't even sell this anymore. I checked it right before we started recording. I don't blame it. It's them. out of stock. Best Buy, GameStop, anywhere you look. Nintendo doesn't even offer this on their website anymore. It just says out of stock. And so, yeah, I don't it's know $35. What the only reason I have it is that GameStop had it on clearance, on clearance, on clearance, on clearance, which means I picked it up for like five bucks. I was like, well, for five bucks, I'm picking it up. And I wasn't going to open it, but then I was like, man, I want to open it for the show. So I'm actually going to open this live on the show right now. So you may hear this. And um, Jay, I'll, 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 I'll give you one here. Here's, here's that one. I'm going to take this one right here. And, and I will link it in the show oh. notes. Oh, you know what? It came with four AA batteries. Oh, like that's the that's there the, you go. The cost of what I paid for this at GameStop was, was, was for the AA batteries themselves. So Oh, I see. So you put it on the Joy Cons. You slide it on like you slide it on like. So I'm gonna I'm gonna slide this 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 monstrosity. Wait, what? So the way it works. I'm so very confused. Yeah. So here, here, here. Take take the. Oh, you you got oh, Joy Con. Yeah. So what we're doing Whoa, is. Uh, ew. I mean, you can't see what we're doing. So what we're doing is we're <laughs> wow. taking the Joy Cons and we are sliding them into the battery pack. And so basically, what it does is, I mean, I don't know how long it lasts, but um, a standard Joy Con lasts. X amount of time, I don't know. Let's say two hours. How'd you get your own? I can't get my... Oh, there we go. It makes it about 90 inches thick. Man, this thing's like a glove. And I so, know, it's huge. Um, what it does is, if you're playing... Though, here's the interesting thing, though. You can't accept to your Switch now. I know. So if you're, so here's how this works. If well, I mean, there's no need to hook it up to the Switch if you have the battery. Because if they're on the Switch and they're charging. No, no, here's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. That's true. So here's the only thing this thing's good for. If you're playing your Switch in docked mode, so in TV mode, and you want to play without a pro controller, and you want to play without putting your Joy-Cons on the Joy, you know, the Joy-Con grip, the only game I would do this with would be ARMS, 
Okay, so that makes sense why they released it at the same time as ARMS. For motion controls. That does make sense. That actually. does make sense. And and I will say this. It adds... So this this battery pack is more than twice as thick as the actual Joy-Con itself. This thing's ridiculously huge. It is, Add yeah. two AA batteries in here, it's going to get even heavier. Heavier. And thankfully, it does come with its own strap, because this I would drop. I mean... I know, this thing is big. So here's what it does. Um, it, it extends the battery life of your Joy-Con, because instead of your Joy-Con running out of its own personal battery, you now have... <laughs> You had now two AA batteries to joy to uh, to to joy it to and extend this it, battery it, life. They give them to you. They give you the batteries. You know we've been needing batteries lately. I know that's what I'm saying. For five bucks, I, mean, I thought it was just these little grips that I never used. For five bucks, I got four AA batteries. I oh, will yeah. use these AA batteries. That's what's up. Anywho, the only two games I can even imagine using these for would be Arms, uh-huh. and then um, Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, yeah, I didn't think. Oh, for the hat. Yeah, I didn't think But there's one. so much flinging you do with the hat, and this is kind of slippery because it, it's bigger. I've got big hands, right. but holding this, like, I don't, I don't, I only go to my first It knuckle. reminds me of a burrito. Caleb, hold this and see how big it is. It is like a burrito. You know, when, like, you hold, like, when you go somewhere and. Yeah, Caleb can't even close his hand around this thing. That's how big this, this, this battery pack is. You know, when you go to somewhere. What do you think about it, Caleb? Have, Tell like, us about those it. Big burritos that, like, take up your whole hand. That's how I feel. Well, I so close on the <laughs> You can't even wrap your hand around the whole thing. It's ridiculous. It's really I'll, I'll put links to it in the show notes. You won't be able to buy it, but you will be able to at least see it. So, anywho. Yeah, but this show's not about that. So, let's, let me, I got clutter all over the table now because of all of this nonsense. You know, you know why they did this? Why? They released them on the same day. That way people would see everything Nintendo released that day. The, the game, the Joy-Cons. The battery thing? I don't... How do you even open this thing for the batteries? Oh, the white thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just hit your phone. The white thing on top? No, 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 no. How do you open the battery pack? Oh. Oh, it, it pops... Ouch. I'm gonna... There we go. I yep. have a theory. You just put two AA batteries in there. So the reason... Right, what's your theory? The th- reason they even came... In, Nintendo knew this was a terrible idea. Did they? No, no, listen, listen, like, I want to know who at Nintendo thought this was a good no, idea. No, listen, listen, you know, we're, listen. We're tainting our episode right now talking about these. They knew this was a bad idea. Okay. They released it, but they released it on the same day as ARMS and the Joy-Cons. You know what? And listen, okay. listen, I, listen. I, I know where you're going, and this is just terrible. Well, go ahead. They released these to make people, because there's going to be nin- Nintendo fans everywhere who are as soon as Nintendo releases anything, they're want they're going to want to pick it up, right? Hey, I'm a Nintendo fan, but I didn't do that. But since this was one of the things they got, they, Nintendo released the battery pack. Right, right. But since they also released ARMS and the Joy-Cons, people, Nintendo fans would go to GameStop and be like, all right, what's new from Nintendo today? And see those things and see ARMS and the Joy-Cons. And they'd be like, well, I got to pick some Nintendo All right, here's up. my issue with this. So they would pick up ARMS instead of that. How many parents, how many moms or dads, you know, walked into GameStop or Best Buy and said, hey, I want the la- let's use GameStop, for example. I want the latest this new arms game thing my kids are talking about. Great, yeah. You want this game, and then you know, they're going to be playing motion control, so you need to go ahead and pick up this accessory for $35. And I'm not I'm not bashing GameStop. I mean, GameStop, Walmart, Best Buy, whoever, but this being released at the same sales, time, you know? I'm just saying it's like, it feels like a cash grab on Nintendo's part. Well, I mean, hey. Not GameStop, Best Buy, or any of them. I'm saying Nintendo. This feels like a cash grab. Might as well. This is, I mean, I'm all, cool. I'm all for, let's try out new ac- accessories and things like that, but... This thing is just lame. It is pretty. I'm just yeah. gonna 
clunk it down over there because that's we how much it weighs. We on our shelf. Oh, that's why I bought it. I wasn't going to open gonna it. It's going to be a trophy. But now I'm opening it just because I want to check it out. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Anywho. box looks cool. They got, like, the Joy-Cons facing different ways. Okay. Well, back over to ARMS. Um, right. A fighter from ARMS is coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate as the sixth DLC character in the fighter pack. Um, and it's actually scheduled to release in June. And here's what would just be hilarious. I checked it before we started recording this episode. It'd be hilarious at the very following day this episode releases like on Wednesday or Thursday that he actually gets released for smash. So, um, it was currently oh, wait, slated we're in June right now. Right? Exactly. Oh, and today's the third anniversary. Oh, See what I'm saying a lot of speculation is going around of like the third sense. anniversary for Sm- or for arms. They're releasing smash. Um, what we don't know though, is if it's going to be delayed due to COVID because you know, oh, COVID has, you know, yeah, knocked a lot of things down. So, um, well, and I'm it's really rumored that. Well, it's rumored that Springman. I mean, there's been some leaks, and I don't want to get into leaks because I don't. I just one, I don't like leaks, and two, I don't. I don't like spoilers. I really don't like spoilers. Um, so it's not surprising that the leak pointed to Springman. It's not official, obviously, because the leak also says releasing today, and it didn't release. So wah, 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 whatever. Right. Um, who would y'all like to see from Spring? Uh, from Springman, who would uh, Caleb, Jaden? Who would y'all like to see? And Caleb, I want you to answer first. Who would you like to see from Arms join us in Smash? Now, now, as a reminder, uh, Springman's already an assist in in um, yeah. in Smash Brothers, and generally, um, Nintendo hasn't used like if they're already assist trophy, they don't bring them over then as a main as character. A character. Yeah. So, who would you like to see though? You know, out of the roster, who would you like to see brought over to uh, to Smash Brothers? You meant to think about it? Oh, I think oh, like Kid Cobra. Ooh, Kid I forgot Cobra. you did like Kid Cobra. That's a cool one. You also liked Ninjara, didn't you? Yeah, I uh, played as those. Those were your two mains. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about, yeah, you did do Kid Cobra a whole lot. You did, yeah. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, Ninjara. And then, Jay, who would you like? Well, you know, I, I, I got to go with Min Min. She's my homie. She's been the one I've played with, like, like ninety eight percent of the time, she's always been the one I played with when I play in arms. She's my homie. I gotta see her in Smash. So, all right, here's my thing. I think mm, the biggest. I think the biggest one who stands a chance is probably gonna be Springman or Riven Girl, just because they're, they're they're the ones that you see on all the posters and everything else. How, and and I would like to have them. However, um, you want Min Min, right? No. However. Hey. I would like them to do a different approach and do somebody that's completely out there, somebody different, somebody like Mechanica. So, oh, okay. We're not talking about Min Min. We're done with Min Min. But I'm just Min-Min. right. It is Min Min. I'm just somebody different, somebody like Bite and Bark. That's well, don't do Bite and Bark. I don't want to see Bite and Bark, but they're a different kind of character. Uh, Master Mummy. Okay, uh, look at look at Mechanica. Uh, this picture I gave you here. Look at Min Min. Uh, Jaden. Oh, sorry. look at look at Me- Caleb. Look at this picture right here. Look at Mechanica. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Does she remind you of anybody? Say it. Say it. Who does she remind you of? I don't know if I'm right. First, just your first thing. You looked at her. You instantly smiled. Who do you think of? No, you're gonna think it's weird. Okay, I'll tell you who I think of. Okay. Uh, your aunt Tia Patty. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. She looks like Tia Patty, right? Why does she look like Tia Patty? Why? Well, I, I look at her, and the first thing I see is Aunt Patty. Yeah, I saw Thea Patty too. Yeah. Why does Thea she Patty. look like That's her? really weird. Why does... I don't know. But you... I mean, right when I said, who does she look like, you saw her. Yeah. So for the person we, we did a shout out to earlier on in the show that we oh, will not mention... Oh, you know mention, who we're talking about. You yeah. know who we're talking about. Yeah. This looks like Thea Patty to me. 
So anyway, I don't know. I, don't know, I just I just thought that was funny. Why does I looked that at look it. like her? That's, it does, doesn't it? And I have thought weird. about it since the, I first got the game, but I, don't, I never brought it up to you guys. Anyway, so yeah, don't know when it's going to be released. Knowing our luck, they're going to release the character right after we post the show. And so we'll talk about it the following week. Um, and my last thing I was going to mention about on ARMS um, is that, you know, Nintendo hasn't released any new Amiibos for, for Smash. All of the fighters that are in Smash have Amiibos, but none of the DLC characters do, which really bums me out as an Amiibo collector because we have every single Amiibo yeah. except for Corrin Player 2. Uh, we just don't have that one yet. In fact, if anybody wants to, like, totally... Give the show some love. I would love. Uh, it could be used, but we just need Corin player two. two. And our collection is complete. And our collection is complete. Um, but man, arms. I would love an arms, even if arms it's just one, would because be it's really the Smash cool. Amiibo. I would love that. I would personally love a whole collection of Amiibo of that are arms. all the arms characters. Give me that'd fifteen really cool. new Amiibos that are all arms. That'd man, be really cool. That would. Yeah, that'd be like my wait, new wait, favorite. Wait. Could I keep Min Min in my room? Like uh, on my shelf? No, you have to buy your own Min Min. Oh, okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, that, man, man, so cool. Anyway, so that's that's our discussion about arms. We really like this game. Uh, arms, if you're still on the fence yeah. about arms, you can go and download a demo from the Nintendo eShop, and I encourage you to do that. Uh, and then I would say this: if you want a friend code and you want to play with us, uh, just shoot us an email again at Hey Dad Dad's Gaming Corner. I'd love to. Uh, send you our, my, my friend code or Jay's or Caleb's or whatever else, and we can play some some arms with you as well, and maybe get on a Discord chat or whatever, and then uh, have some fun there. So, anywho, uh, but let's go ahead and move on uh, for Indie Corner. That ain't it. Wow, wrong button. <laughs> Giving it some love. Oh, yeah. Well, today on Indie's Corner, we want to give some love out there to Travel Mosaics, a Paris tour. And so with uh, in uh, Travel Mosaics, there's actually three of them on Switch. The first one is $4.99. The second one is $7.99. And the third one is $7.99 as well. Caleb's over there like, I'm not sure. Yeah, Caleb, What you doing, bud? What? What are, you, what are you pointing at? What? What? Talk. Just talk in the mic. What are you? I'm, I'm so confused. You've already been in this more than an hour. Oh, you're talking about the time? Oh, quit that look. It's you, an hour you know, and five you know, minutes. You know what it is? Field. It's past his bedtime. It's way past his bedtime, So actually. that means so, so if you're this tired right now, it means you need to go to bed after the show. So okay. anyway, all right, Indie Corner. So we want to, I want to give some indie, uh, indie Corner love out to Travel Mosaics. And so uh, the developers behind it were very generous and gave us a code to, to review Travel Mosaics uh, 1 and 2 for the Switch. And I am a huge... Um, Fan. A uh, fan of... Um, I knew it. Travel no, Mosaic. No. Um, my mind just totally arms. took blank. <laughs> Not arms. Min Min. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I'm going to throw something at you. What's um, my puzzle games that I love so much? Fortnite. What? No, no. I know what you're talking about. Why is my mind drawing a blank? Um, that Paris game? Oh Paris. my gosh. Yes, it's it's Travel oh, Mosaics <laughs> at Paris Tour. We're doing terrible at giving a review uh, of this game right now. We'll put up on your Switch. It's going to take too long. That's a good point. Um, what is it called? Dang it. Here, you find it on my Switch for me. Okay. Okay, anyway. So Travel Mosaics, um, and let me just actually pull up their uh, their, their, their information on this because I want to I say it right. So Travel Mosaics, a Paris tour is a classic, uh, I don't, I'm going to say this wrong, uh, nonogram puzzle with a twist. Lots of fun and just the right amount of challenge for the entire family. Um, so here what the game features. It features 140, 140 color-coded uh, nonograms. I don't know if I'm saying that right. 
You have so 20, many games. I do. I have too many games. Plus uh, 20 bonus levels, dozens of tricky quiz questions, which I really like about this game. What is that game I like, Jay? I don't know. You have like five billion games and it's driving me crazy. This is insane. Anywho, um, what I like about this game is that after so many levels, then you have like a puzzle, like a jigsaw puzzle you have to complete and everything else. Um, each puzzle can be solved by just using logic, but don't worry, if you get stuck, you can also use uh, four types of hints to help you. And like there's power-ups that you can do, like explode the 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 the, the little squares around you, and then uh, it eliminates those right away, telling you if they're empty or if they're a different color. Um, I can't find it. Ju- uh, do a search in the eShop for Jupiter Games. How can I remember Jupiter Games but not the game that I actually like? It's on the tip of my tongue. I know, and I play. I, I own the first three. What is it called? Bubba, what's that puzzle what? game I always play? That's literally what we're trying to find out. How what's you that puzzle game that I always called? like to play where you have the X's and you you you, you make the pictures at the very end? Ooh. Pit Cross. Oh. Pit Cross. Pit That's cross. what it is. Yeah, okay, so so I'm a huge fan of Why Pit Cross. Why did you say that? Uh, Pit Cross for me. Oh, I, um, I didn't know you was talking about that. Okay, well, you've played Travel Mosaics before. I guess you don't remember. I need to show you what it looks like. So I'm a huge fan of Pit Cross. Now, we're not, not, we're not talking about Pit Cross, but I'm just saying I'm a huge fan of Pit Cross. Um, and I've played a lot of... Um, spinoffs by other co- not spinoffs, but um, I don't want to say knockoffs. But, well, let me just say knockoffs. I've played a lot of knockoffs of of Pit Cross. Pit Cross for me is an incredible pu- puzzle game. Um, nine out of ten. I mean, if, if if I'm looking at Pit Cross compared to Pit Cross, they're ten out of ten. Pit Cross is an amazing game, and there's a lot of knockoffs out there similar to Pit Cross, and they just don't hit it for me. They don't feel right. They don't click right. The music isn't good. They just, it just doesn't work. Um, Travel Mosaics is the first game that I've played that is similar to Pit Cross that kept me interested and I wanted to go back and play it more. But then it adds a twist where it has these different colors to it and, and the, I really dig the music. Pit Cross is, is for me the best when it comes to these Pit Cross type of picture games. Um, but the music is just monotonous and I end up turning the music off. And you know how much I like playing music with games. Yes. Um, Travel Mosaics, I love the soundtrack. Um, I, I love how even the first ones, how it adds, you know, the three or even four different colors as you're playing. So in other words, as you're trying to figure out the pictures, you may play all of the red, get through it, do all the blue, get through it, do all of the right. black, get through it and so on. Absolutely love this. And so here's what I'll say. If you enjoy Picross, um, and maybe you've not tried any of the other ones out there, or maybe you've been burned by some of the other ones out there. You need to pick up Travel Mosaics. You're going to love this game. It's really, amazing. really like yes. um, Travel Mosaics. Is that one with the sloth? Yes. Yes. Is that one with And the- you played it with me, and you were you were having fun with it. Um, really like it. Very colorful. Uh, easy to pick up. Easy to play. If Picross, if, if you played that, and you're like, man, I got, uh, just, it gets kind of hard. Which it does later on in the game. Um, Travel Mosaics, it gets it ramps up in difficulty as well. It ramps up kind of fast for me in difficulty, and that's one complaint I have about the game. Um, and then one other thing that, that kind of bugs me about the game as well is that um, for me, I, and again, I, I'm a big pit cross player. I've played, I've, I've beaten almost the first two pit crosses, and you can use logic to figure out every single puzzle. I have had puzzles in Travel Mosaics where uh, according to how the game works and everything else, I'm stuck and I don't know what the next tile is. Like, what what what's the next color versus an empty an empty square? And I had to use the power ups. Not a big deal, not a big deal. Um, but that it doesn't seem to be perfect. And so, 
for me, that knocked a couple little points. The other thing is because the power-ups are tied to the D-pad, you know what I'm saying? Um, you have to use the analog sticks to move. Here's no, I, what, I, I've never played the game. Here, here's, here's why that matters. When you're, when you're traversing your cursor across a lot of squares and trying to tag a lot of them at once, if you have any kind, even the slightest bit of Joy-Con drift, you can go down one too many mm. and, and yep, and then you can tag one by mistake. Because after a while, you just, you know the game, you know you got to mark seven or you got to mark, you know, four tiles all at once. And with the analog stick, I, I, I've, got, I've gotten bad, bad scores because of that. Um, and that's not a problem with the game. That's a problem with the Joy-Con being bad. You can't use, so like when Picross, I always use the D-pad, but in this game, I can't do that because it's tied to the power-ups. I don't really see a way around that, um, but that, that, that's, that's not a, a game flaw at all. It's not a design flaw, but it is a flaw with the Joy-Cons. And so um, for me, just enjoyment factor, this game is a solid 8 out of 10. Again, it's $4.99. I think you should just buy it right now. Don't wait for it to go on sale. It's definitely worth 5 bucks. And then the second and third one are $7.99 each. And again, great, great game. Um, and you can get out there on, on several different systems. And then the other one we wanted to talk about quickly is uh, Rockabilly Beatdown. Now, a developer reached out to us. Uh, and this is actually an iOS and an Android game. And we did our beat up show a few episodes back. Yeah. And I really, it was my bad. I meant to bring this game up on our beat up show. And uh, if you're listening, I'm sorry. That was, our, that was, that was my bad. Um, but he gave us some codes to try out this game. And he, here's where I'm at with, with phone game, mobile games. Um, you know, when, when iPhones got popular and Android games got popular and all that kind of stuff, uh, gaming got popular and with, with, with cell phones, and they were saying consoles are gone, now it's for mobile gaming. Okay, well, that was cool with, like, some tower defense games and with, like, PopCap games. Plants vs. Zombies. Exactly. PopCap games were awesome. Um, I've really shied away, and I don't really play hardly any games on my iPhone. I just don't. If I want to play a game, I want to get my Switch. I, nothing, nothing beats physical physical controls. You know what I'm just saying? Right. It's just it's just great. Um, so when we received the review code for Rockabilly, uh, yeah, Rockabilly Beatdown, I wasn't thrilled to try it out. So I'm like, okay, iOS an iOS game, game whatever else. Um, but I'm happy to report, I really, you know, as far as mobile games go, I really like this game. Um, and, and here's what, and here's, again, here's the thing about a good game for me. Um, if I play it and I get through a level and I put it down, I'm like, that was fun. And I put it down that's it. It's probably going to score like, like a four or a five for me. Right. This game, there's not levels. You, it's, you just go as long as you can and you get better at it and you, you upgrade your skills and you get new abilities. I kept getting worse and worse. I, I, I don't know, man. You got worse and worse. Yes. Well, on this game, I found myself saying, Okay, I died fairly quickly my first couple times through, but then I was like, let me try it one more time. And then I got really far, and I'm like, that was cool. And then I played it again. And so I've actually gone back to this game several times when I'm just like maybe laying in bed, you know, getting ready to go to bed. I'm like, yeah, I see the icon on my screen. Let me, let me check it out. So the game's only 99 cents. You can get it on iOS. You can get it on Android. There are in-app purchases. Not a ton, but there are a few, at again, at 99 cents each. Um Really like this game. And you don't have to spend in-app purchase to unlock characters. As you're playing and you get better at the game and getting higher points, you can use the points to unlock characters. So as a beat-em-up game goes, um, this is probably like a 7 out of 10 for me. As an iOS game goes, it's again, it's probably about a 7, if not maybe a high 7. So, I mean, it's not like one of my favorite games, but it's definitely... 
Um, it's a good game. It's a really good game on iOS. And for for ninety nine cents, if you're into beat 'em up, if you're into beat 'em ups at all, I'd say pick it up. It's probably my favorite beat 'em up game that I've played on the Switch. I'm sorry, not Switch. That I've played on a hand, like a mobile. I keep saying handheld mobile game like iOS. And so we'll put links to it in the show notes for iOS and both the uh, iOS store and and Android. Right. Again, Rockabilly, uh, Rockabilly Beatdown. It's ages nine and up, and great game. As you're playing it, it got better and better and better. Lots and fun, even yeah. thinking about it right now, I want to go play it. And so, like I said, for a beat-em-up game on the Switch, uh, it's definitely like an 8. It's, it's, but just as an iOS game goes, uh, it's probably, you know, it's it's it, it's more like about a 7. It's a, it's a good game. It's, it's a fun it's, game. It's fun, yeah. It's I was just game. bad. Like, I, I wasn't good at it at yeah. all. I did good one time. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to try to do good again. Yeah. But then I did worse. So then I was like, oh, I can't just stop right here. So then I tried again, and I did even worse, and I really don't know why. It might have been just because the level changed and the bad guys changed. Because, you know, at first I was, like, I was like in a building or whatever, and, you know, it's just side-scrolling. Well, I like when you get the vehicle. Like, you, you, I, see, you start powering up. You start powering up, and then you get this, this mega kick, yeah. and you just, like, you clear everyone on the screen. Or then you get on oh, a vehicle, that, and you start oh, riding yeah, on no, them. I didn't get a vehicle. Oh, yeah. It's, dude, you need to go back and play. You I tried. Played it, I was playing before the show. I actually. really love. I mean, I, the more I talk about it, the more I'm realizing how much I like this game. It's really good. It's it's done by one guy, one one person team developer. Um, again, so totally qualifies uh, as an indie game. So if you've got an indie game out there, maybe it's not Switch or Xbox or PlayStation or PC. Maybe it is like for I, iOS, you know, iPhone or Android. Uh, send us a code. We'd love to review it for you. Really like it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much going to wrap up our show. So oh, yeah. remember that you can find links to everything we talked about in the show notes. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at dadsgc as well as facebook.com slash dadsgamingcorner. And I'm going to throw this out there again. I need somebody to help me with social media. I don't have time and I'm terrible at Facebook. And so uh, I keep we keep getting new likes on the Facebook page. And so I need somebody to just kind of just update the content for us. Um, again, drop us a line at heydad at dadsgamingcorner.com. If you'd like to subscribe please do so it helps us a lot give us a good review on itunes and spotify and uh, I, I know that's something that nobody likes to do um, but it really does help us out it gets our name out there so if you can leave us a good review a good you know five-star rating that would help us a whole lot and again if you like to support the show financially you can do so via patreon rather be two dollars a month or whatever uh, or like a dollar an episode i mean any little thing helps the show in in a lot of ways so um, that's going to wrap it up. Caleb, thank you for jumping on the show with us tonight, buddy. I know you're tired, but I like having you on the show, man. Yeah. You're tired. <laughs> you're you're like falling asleep it's sitting in the now. chair. It's like it is late. something. Yeah, we need, we need to wrap this up. So, Jay, uh, any last words? No. Y'all go look at arms. Maybe go to a friend's house and play it if you can. It's lots and lots of fun. All right. And I'm going to see if I can hit the right button this time to, to end the show. Till everybody see y'all next week. <laughs>